Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Whether you find yourself in the joys or the messes of mom life, we want to encourage you to remain faithful as you join us every Wednesday in creating a community of real moms, real stories, and real truth based on the Word of God. Welcome to Faithful 31 Moms. I'm your host, Mallory Allen, and today I have back with me my guest and friend, Haley Hoover. Hi, I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) So last week, Haley shared with us her story just of becoming a mom from an executive and then moving from New York City to Memphis and then all in the midst of a pandemic and just so many different things. But All in all, I think it will be so relatable to you, and I want you to go back and listen to it because she has to really just strip down everything, um, all the worldly things that we say about ourselves and find what the Lord says about her and her ultimate purpose that he's called her to. And I think that we all can struggle with that in motherhood. And so um, we were kind of (laughs) laughing the other day because I said— We can laugh now. Yes, we can laugh now because I said, you know what we need to tell everyone is the story (laughs) that started it all because I'd literally just become a mom. Haley and I went to college together, and she was a year behind me. And so I had been married a couple of years. She was married now but hadn't had any kids yet. And— me and Josh had just recently had Jake and I've, I've shared this many times on this podcast, but Jake was a nightmare baby. He's poor Jakey. He's he's precious now, but a nightmare baby. And they're all hard. All babies are hard, but he just literally wouldn't stop crying or sleep. So my mom periodically would come and keep him overnight Usually nobody could stand more than one night with him. And, but they would give us a little break. And so she had come to do this. And this is the weekend that my sister helped her and basically said she was never having kids. Oh, Thankfully, my. that's not true now. But I went to Nashville with Josh and we had stayed overnight in a hotel, actually had sleep. And the next day, Haley was living there in Nashville at the time. And so we had arranged to meet up for lunch. Yes. And we met at the good old Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yeah. And I just remember nothing about this lunch except for (laughs) Josh and I are sitting on one side of the table and Haley sitting on the other. And she looks over (laughs) and says... So, I mean, in your excited voice, you know. Yes. I was like, oh, what's your favorite thing about being a parent? That's exactly how you said it. That's perfect. So she said it in that exact voice. And I just feel myself start to like, (laughs) I don't know if you can like sweat and like crumble at the same time, but that's what I felt like I was doing. All I know. And I looked at Josh and then I looked back and you said, we got really pale. Yeah, I just, I remember <laughs> you both sort of slowly looked up at me from the menu, and I watched the color drain from your faces, <laughs> and I thought, oh, no, 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 this is not good. <laughs> not good. And we just pretty much had to tell her, this was in, like, probably, like, he was two months old or he something. He was little, yeah. And 
And we just pretty much had to tell her we didn't know. Josh what... said we don't really know him yet. That <laughs> we didn't know what our favorite <laughs> thing was because we didn't have one. And so it was a very surreal moment for uh... us to say it out loud, but for but, you to oh probably my gosh. hear. It's, it was, yes, at the time I was like, whoa. This is crazy. Now I could literally could not understand it more. It makes so much sense because it is just so full on when you have a newborn. I like great sleeper or not. You're everyone's tired. It's it's and that first one too. You're just really trying to figure out like life as a parent and like what have I gotten myself into? And I just can't express how tired you are. It's just like and you have to laugh now. I remember I had a moment like that when Gramercy was also probably about eight weeks old, and I was home with her. She was a spitter, big spitter upper, and I remember she spit up, and I leaned forward and I caught it all in my hand. All of it. And I, in that moment, it was like, it was like a That's So Raven flashback. I had a flashback to like nine or 10 weeks before when I pitched Chanel in the Chanel headquarters in New York City. It was like truly a career highlight. And I just thought, oh, the pendulum has swung so far. <laughs> now I'm holding spit Here up I in am my hand. <laughs> in like an old t-shirt, my hair looks nuts, and I'm holding my baby spit up. And this is my life now. It's <laughs> it's so real. It's all so real. It really is. And I know that these are funny stories and like we can laugh about them now at least. Yes. But now I feel like if you're listening, you I know that you share some of these memories with us, whether you might be a new mom and you might be like, I'm in the midst of this. But likely a lot of you have been in this season already or you're on, you know, baby number two or more. And it's not quite the same reality shock. But yes. you, we all remember those like shaking moments that like what have I done? Yeah, I still have them all the time. I'm like always holding a poopy diaper and I'm just like, oh, well, this is my life now. It's just like I'm no longer relevant and I'm just, I'm holding poop. It's like something motherhood brings so much joy. Oh, yeah. And so much like fun moments. But then sometimes you're like, Wow, I'm still giving <laughs> I'm still giving, you know, poo-poo wiping lessons to my pre-Ker because he has to be able to wipe himself to go to preschool. Oh, you so know? I have I have three four more years of this. Is that what you're telling yeah, me? Pretty much. Girls right. are usually better is what I hear. Toddler life is just so weird. I was telling you the other day, Mallory, I just feel like I'm always wet. Like <laughs> someone's always wet. Like Gramercy is always soaking wet somehow or it's like the bathtub or there's a water bottle been spilled. Like that's I'm just soggy. Or doing dishes. D- yep. So many dishes. All those things. Glam. It's so glam. So one thing that I told Haley that I wanted to talk about, something that I'm starting to get more comfortable with and given I'm a little bit ahead of her. I have a child in pre-K. I have a child in second grade. Yes. Jake and James. Y'all know them. Or you hear about them at least. We love so, them. So I am still somewhat dealing with this, but I have gotten to a place now where I feel like the Lord has brought me far enough along that I can look back and, mm-hmm. and almost see 
like my face of panic when I was asked this question. <laughs> and it's funny in a way, but still, I think you'll find it very relevant no matter how old your kids are. Um, the classic question, okay, you're at church, you're at, you know, taking your kids to school, you're at work, you're at a restaurant, wherever. And let's say that you meet somebody new that doesn't know you. They might know your husband or the friend that you're with or whatever. And they reach out their hand or maybe today it's a fist pump. I don't know because of COVID. But and they ask you the all classic question. Bum, bum, bum. What do you do? <laughs> it's such a hard question now. I would literally like. It used want to, be... to just sweat and get terrified of this question. <laughs> I told Josh, like, he's in ministry. Y'all know this. And he, well, I would get asked this all the time at church, especially. Right. And I'd be like, what do you mean, what do I do? Like, look, look I at do these, everything. Look at these kids. We have a house. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, what do you mean, what do I do? It you is know? self-explanatory. Just look at me. But yet, even though knowing that... I wasn't just laying on the couch eating chocolates every yes, day. Far from it. I knew that I was working as hard as I'd ever worked in my life being a mom. Yes. I still did not feel comfortable in my own shoes. It was about my own insecurity, not about mm -hmm. really ultimately what the person would think, that I should be like, yeah, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, and I love Jesus. Like, that's what I do yeah. every day. And... I didn't feel like that was enough, even though I knew that it was. Yeah. But I, I'd never felt like I could just say that. Like you had to have some sort of cookie cutter answer. And like my husband still laughs at me for this, but I would come up with many, many, <laughs> many businesses. And I'm putting quotation marks up with my fingers right now because I came up with some ridiculous things, <laughs> some things that honestly were a waste of my time. And I would go off to Hobby Lobby or somewhere in my own few hours of sanity that I would get sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I'd come home with this great idea. And Josh would just, oh, great, here we go again. <laughs> because I was always searching for something like purpose almost outside of what I felt like out like the world was telling me like yeah. that I should should do or what what I was you know wasn't enough and I really did struggle with this yeah. and a lot of the reason that this ministry was birthed was because of the way that I felt yes. about myself um and I and I wanted moms to know that like being a faithful mother is enough yes you know and yeah. so I really want to kind of unpack Haley shared this verse with us and I'm going to get her to read it again last week and I thought that it was um, really good it was Isaiah 43 19 and I wanted her to read that again and kind of unpack this verse today so knowing that our identity is enough in Christ, yes. right? And that yeah. he has a plan for us. So. Yeah. I'm going to read the verse, but I also wanted to say one thing I've been working a lot on this last year is removing the word just from my vocabulary and not belittling my title that I have right now instead of saying, oh, I'm just a mom or I'm just at home with my daughter or I'm just kind of hanging out right now. I've taken that out and really tried to just stand on, I'm a mom. I'm home with my daughter and we hang out all day 
And there's a lot of power, I think, in helping yourself not belittle yourself. Yeah, so, absolutely. That's great advice. Yeah, take the word just out, people. You can do it. Um, <laughs> let's read Isaiah 43, 19. This has been a really encouraging verse for me this last year and in this season of um, motherhood as I'm learning to be a mom with a toddler. It's Isaiah 43, 19. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. I love that. It's a great verse. I love it because while I shared last week that I was sort of in, I was floating around. I, I was felt like I was really wandering in uncharted territory, in wilderness. And when I read this verse, I thought, oh, okay, God, not only do you see me right now, you also have a way forward for me. Um, and that has been so crucial for me in, in sort of moving out of a really difficult season for me. Um, and just knowing that my identity should not be tied to all these other worldly things, fleeting things, even, even I would say being a mom, it's a part of who I am, but ultimately my identity needs to be rooted in the Lord. Um, and I see, I'm starting to see glimmers of this path forward, of what he has for me next. And part of that is even being here in Memphis and doing ministry with you and Josh and um, also just spending time with my family, supporting my husband while he works a stressful job. But really, looking back over the past two years, I felt so strongly that I was meant to be home and meant to take a step back from work. And I didn't understand why that was because it didn't seem to come naturally or feel the most fulfilling to me. Mm-hmm. But I realized that I didn't believe all of the things that God was saying to me about me. I didn't believe that I really was loved as much as he said he loves me. And I've really had to start to work hard on uh, unlearning those untruths, especially as I'm telling, trying to teach my daughter about how much God loves her. And how in the world can I tell her how much God loves her if I don't believe that myself? Absolutely. So it's been, and I, I just wonder if the past two years, God has said, I want you to take a step back from work. I'm willing to move you many states away. I'm willing to provide for your family in a way that lets you not have to stress about having a full-time job. I'm willing to do all of these things for you, Haley, so that you know, so that you know how much I love you. And it just feels so generous, but really that's how much God loves us. Um, and I'm really, I'm grateful for this season. It's been very difficult for me emotionally. Um, and I've had a lot of like seasons of loneliness, but I do, I'm learning more and more how much he really does love me. And it's so important for me as a mother to know that because I need my daughter to know. She has to know how much she's loved. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm grateful and I'm, I really just had this light bulb moment a few days ago, sort of thinking about our conversation. I, I'm, I'm not really surprised that God, this is part of my story. I am a little surprised that it's for me. 
because <laughs> like I yeah. said, yeah, I have a hard time believing those things. Um, but I think it's true. I think that's, that's, he's willing. I know he's willing to do that for you and for Josh and my daughter. And, yeah. um, and I'm, I'm amazed that he's willing to do it for me. I have a quote that I was thinking about that's on, on my website on faithful31moms.com and it says it's from Dr. Rogers and it said that you can't get someone excited it's talking about your children you can't get your kids excited about something that you're not excited about right. or you can't you, know, you could turn it around like you can't they're not going to believe something that you don't truly believe yes or you know they can spot a phony from a mile away we've all heard that phrase before but that's so true about children. Yeah. And so I think all the things that you're saying is has so much truth and like emotion in it because of the fact that our kids, if we want them to grow up and we want them to know the love of the Lord, and that's yes. really the only love that ultimately matters, how can they do that if we as mothers haven't like grabbed a hold to how much the Lord loves us and that it's therefore overflowing in us into them. And I think that's, that's a huge, huge calling, you know, as, as moms. And I don't always see my next in the road. And I know that you don't, and I'm sure that all moms out there are that way. (laughs) Yeah, we can't, only the Lord can see our future. But the fact is, is that I know that he holds it. Yes. And that gives me a lot of peace and comfort. Yes. And some days I forget it mm-hmm. <laughs> and I stress about it. But ultimately, I know that it's true. It's it is true. It is so true. And it's you're right. Like the way we f- view ourselves in terms of our identity in Christ, how strongly we believe that, how strongly we've tied ourselves to that will absolutely flow over to how our children see themselves in the Lord. And, you know, my daughter copies me in every, I I better not put a necklace on unless I have a second one ready for her. <laughs> like it's, she mimics me in all things and it's so cute and Again, it's reassuring to me of why I'm home with her. Um, I know that she looks up to me. And so you better believe that my attitude and actions about the Lord, positive and ne- in positive and negative situations, she's going to pick up on that. Absolutely. And she's little. She's not even two, but she knows. I know she knows. So it's, I would, I hope that anyone listening to this can really take the time to go back and invest in themselves, invest in your, your relationship with the Lord. Um, I, I hope it, it's clear that it has not been an easy thing for me to learn this. I'm still constantly like, okay, well, why don't I think you mean that when you say that to me, Lord, how do I move forward trusting that? Um, and, and I think that is a huge element of where faith comes in. I One, I can look at other women and see how God has moved in their lives. I can look at God's track record in my life and see how he has provided for me and believe that, okay, God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. What he did for me yesterday will stand true tomorrow. And it's scary to step out on faith like that. 
even if it's just believing something, not necessarily trusting for something to come through, not like tangible things sometimes are easier to wait on the Lord for than I think this this deep rooted spiritual faith. Um, it's something that is so mental and you can't do it alone. Like that song, like I am who you say I am. Oh, I think about yes. that. You know, like, do you really believe that? Like all the things that the Lord says about you and his love for you are true. Right. Yeah. And it's wrapped up in scripture and go back and unpack those lyrics of, of your favorite worship songs. It's they're almost always rooted in scripture. And it comes down to, for me, it came down to, okay, Haley, do you believe what I'm saying to you? Um, Yeah, I would, that song, Gyra. That's a great one. <laughs> it's so shout out to Zach, our worship minister at our church, because I hadn't heard that song before he sang it. It is, I've tr- no lie, had it on repeat for the past like three days. It's so great. I hope every mom will listen to it after this. I think one thing that I've started to find helpful in the days that I'm really struggling with this season of really being more behind the scenes in life. Um, and not being so, you know, focused on career and work and success in that way is, and I learned this years ago when I was going through, like, meeting with a counselor, thinking about something I believe, assessing if that's actually truth or if that's not true, and replacing the untruth with a true thing. And a lot of times, untruths are things that I've built up in my head or the enemy has placed there to make me feel bad and truth we can always lean on scripture because we know that's true so you know we have these great verses in Deuteronomy and Isaiah that we talked about last week they're kind of long so a really <laughs> short one um, is first Thessalonians 1 4 for we know brothers loved by God that he has chosen you and on the days that I'm having a hard time, that's where I'm going. I've chosen you, Haley. I've chosen you. I've chosen you for this moment. I've chosen you for this season. I've chosen you to be Gramercy's mom, to be Ryan's wife, to be so-and-so's neighbor. And I think for me, knowing that me as a single person, as Haley Hoover, knowing that God has chosen me, helps me feel not so lost in the thick of it all, not so lost in the poopy diapers and the <laughs> spit up and all that, knowing that right now God sees me and being faithful in this season is part of my way forward. So, I love that. Thank you for sharing that with us. I, I know that I've been definitely um, impacted and challenged by all of these verses that the Lord has given you for a reason. And so I'm really glad that you got to share them with me, me and with all the listeners. And so if anyone listening wanted to find you or follow you, I know you're starting up a podcast. Yes. How could they do that? Yeah. Um, please feel free to reach out on Instagram at hi Haley Annie H I. Haley Annie. Uh, <laughs> I'll put um, it in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll be able to check the notes. Um, and then 
I am. I'm starting a podcast. It's called 90K Podcast. It's a podcast about what you do all day. And we are going to talk to some stay-at-home moms and really shine a light on what that day-to-day looks like. So yeah, I hope you'll listen. That's exciting. Yes. And if you have been encouraged by this podcast today, I hope that you have. And just some of our funny stories, <laughs> real-life moments, but also just about finding our identity in Christ, which is such an important thing to talk about. I want you to also go follow at Faithful31Moms on Instagram so that we can keep sharing with other moms, keep encouraging other moms. And um, yeah, I would really appreciate that. So I hope that you all have a blessed day. Thanks for joining me, Haley. Thank you so much for having me. And I will talk to you all next time. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries, built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Faithful31Moms. That's faithful31moms.com.